can do the intro. <laughs> hello, hello. It is a long lost mother. Oh, Jesus. What's up? I'm your father. <laughs> if anything, I'm your baby daddy. <laughs> not edit a damn thing out of it because i just don't have the time to do that anymore but what are we what podcast is this what are we talking on oh well welcome back to house drinks ladies and gentlemen the long lost awaited the asked the i said i would never do again that's rough why never again i don't know why never again i was just like oh i really just don't have the time but then you know i've had a glass or two of wine and i was like let's do it what um how many how many people were you like getting to listen? Like what was your average listenership? Um, our audience size was 300. Are you serious? And you were just like, yeah, the, I'm okay. I'm never going to do this again. Are you serious? Yeah. Craft Beer Hustlers is coming out for season two. And we were averaging like 30 listeners an episode. Like, I just don't <laughs> understand why you wouldn't do it at 300. You can find time to do it. <laughs> Your editing was crazy, but, like, because you just took so much time, which I shouldn't say anything because, like. It got better towards the end. I will say it was a learning process. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, towards the end, didn't need to edit half as much, especially if I recorded with you. It was, like, smooth sailing. Like, that was a beautiful into the <laughs> mic. Right on into it. I hope you guys got some ASMR on that one. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, podcasting is all about, um, it's all about keeping structure and, even if it's supposed to be a sporadic type thing, but trying to keep it, trying to keep it going, just trying to keep it on track. And then editing is a dream because right now I am having that issue with my new podcast. And What's your new podcast? My new podcast is called Manager <laughs> Special. It is a sports comedy podcast. It's good. It's not a lot of comedy, a lot of sports. So we're working on it. I listened to a couple episodes. I do listen to that or another podcast to keep up with the sports for the men's. What's the other one? Um, Barstool, part of my take. Oh, part of my take. I used to listen to part of my take back when they first started. Their voices are just like sweet sounds. Yeah, Dan Katz, PFT, Hank, and then I think with Billy Football. You're asking the wrong gal. I'm pretty sure it's Billy Football. I think those are the guys now. Your pod- your voice on a podcast is also like sweet sounds. I'm just trying to make sure the people are there they're feeling good that like me and me and andrew were joking around on manager special that we wanted to make sure that it was like magic like sleepy time radio yes that's what it is it reminds me of old school radio yeah it's just not too wild or crazy and i think that's like what like i mean you listen to my podcast it's bad shit yeah we just we just want to keep it mellow make sure people are feeling comfortable and cracking some drinks while they're doing it so <laughs> What, is that uh, what we all want to do? What are we here? Uh, what are we here talking about today? Okay, well, we're doing a little cab salve COVID Ooh. update. 
Ooh. So that was right off the cab, top of the head. Cabs having COVID. Cabs having COVID. There we go. I feel like we had another one at the very beginning of this, but like, boy, we are rounding out on a year. Mm-hmm. A year of my last week on the job. Yep. So what what have you done uh, as, as this is an update to House Drinks? Okay. Well, the last episode of House Drinks was actually with you, and that was back in August. August? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I was seeing Brian with a Y. I think... Our last episode we did was like September and it was just me and my buddy Luke. So where did the time go? It is literally six months. We're we're actually working up to the one year anniversary of Craft Beer Hustlers too. Holy shit. Yeah. So we started I think me and Johnny started talking about Craft Beer Hustlers probably about March. We started getting our shit together in April and then we started recording first thing in May. So we're we're kinda getting close to that. I did have a note of potential podcast names if I ever were to start one. That was back in February of last year. And House Drinks was one of them? Yeah, House Drinks was one of them. Nice. There was only a couple on there, and I was just like, I like this. Nice. That's a vibe. I came up with it at Tavern in the Square in Burlington. Shout out, tits. And look at us now. Still Look at us now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. We're coming up on six months of... No episodes. No episodes. No updates. Absolutely fucking none. Maybe a few Instagram posts. I know yeah. I just posted photos of me drinking in Disney. Yeah. Very passionate about that, clearly. But no, six months of having a job. This will be my six-month anniversary there. So that was when it kind of fizzled out was, I mean, it's a lot of time starting a new job after being unemployed. Fun employed, excuse me. <laughs> Fun employed. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. Fun employed during the summer. Well, September life really hit hard 2020 was like you thought bitch yeah i think the end of the year was definitely tough for a lot of us for sure yeah so just dealing with that and the emotional tolls and moving out i live in south boston now and i um as everyone could probably guess because i'm sure i stated that i hate southie on the podcast uh my conclusion is i still hate southie <laughs> I told you. I told you Southie was Everyone like, fucking told me. And yeah. you want to know what I did? Just shut my ears off. And now you're like, okay. Put on I some shades. <laughs> Southie is like one of those things where like if you're not trying to be a hardo. <laughs> hardo like the the just like I don't know. I feel like it's just like the place you go after college it is no it's for a fact it is like you thought it was frat bros it's finance bros now well it's crazy because when i was in southie as a kid obviously like i was going to like the fucking irish parts like i'd be down in southie for like patty's day parades like with my dad and like his irish buddies Mm -hmm. like in backyards just like drinking and watching this the way it should be yeah shouldn't be in capo drunk off your own mimosa bucket yeah who would do that lincoln tavern and all those places (laughs) no i mean i don't have anything against the restaurants the restaurant scenes the bar scenes are like good down there it's not my scene um i'm like coppersmith's is like the only place i've ever gone down there we should go to coppersmith on monday i like coppersmith's that's right behind my work building yeah is the roof deck open i love the roof i don't think it's only supposed to be like 20 degrees but now we got some summer fun 20 i know i looked at that contemplated it maybe we push it off a week yeah yeah it it will probably get better but (laughs) it it can only go up from here but i'm always (laughs) hesitant to say that because when i have thought that Hmm. it's actually gone down for me (laughs) well so you started a new job too you don't have to go in detail as to what you're doing but like how has that been the new transition um into real adult life so fun yeah i will say i do love my job and i love what i do 
um but I moved out and that was really good because I was going into the office because we could for a little bit now I just go in for physical therapy Mm -hmm. once a week um so I guess I get to go visit the office yeah but it's been interesting I started working from home and then I was like I cannot do this I don't know how people did this for months yeah there's people that started working from home even before COVID was a thing like how they do it better though because then that was your normal. Yeah. You weren't like skipping into something else and being forced to be there. I mean, I guess like customer meetings and stuff like that or yeah. team meetings would be different. But I've really enjoyed it. And then I moved in with me, myself and I, the best roommate. Mm-hmm. And I really do enjoy working from home. You know, I do like now that it's nice out. I do like a little afternoon walk. I kind yep. of can like eat food whenever I want. I get up whenever I want pretty much, you know, between seven and nine and do me job but i think that's pretty much it. it's actually pretty wild to see like co-workers and see people who just started their first jobs too yeah. in the middle of the pandemic and yeah. everyone just seems to be moving about like my little is like out and about we're all just doing our thing like you're not fully in the office yet um i actually am i'm back fully just because of my transition um from different business units within my company Mm -hmm. so now i am back full-time in the office but uh like today i worked from home but that's Mm -hmm. because i had to go to a a job site uh, our offices are within walking distance of each other i know they're not too far just i can't wear my boots and walk over there because then i get massive bunions and blisters (laughs) on my feet because they fucking suck I I usually like to dress up when I go into the office, so I think I would feel that. I haven't been in the office since before November because, you know, people traveling. Yeah. It's a site. It's just there's a lot going on. Yeah. But Is it really worth it to go in the office? If I didn't have to be in the office, I wouldn't be in the office. But since I have to take in packages, it's like I have to be in the office. Yeah. It's fun to be in the office. I'd go in with coworkers, and it was like a fun thing to do, but it's definitely not necessary. And then, like, going for lunches would be fine. But... <laughs> you hear the background noise of our house <laughs> but i think other than that you know i've put my did my time for the crime of living in southie and i very much look forward to moving out well our office is in south boston though so that yeah. was very convenient it is very convenient but now at this point you're like fuck this i want to get out of i'm out not of Southie. I don't need to go in the office every single day anyways. Yeah. I will always be somewhat remote Yeah, for my position. Well, that's good. That's good to be able to have that break. Because there's sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to go in the office. Like now, like working from home and stuff like that, it's just something that I don't really care for all that much. No, literally working from home has been such a blessing because yeah. I can go out and see my parents and stuff like that and yeah. kind of, you know, cram all my work in in the morning and just have my laptop in case anyone needs anything for yeah. the rest of the afternoon. Or just the ability just to stop working and just handle things. Yeah. I think for me, it's like I, if I am done with my work, it's like I still feel like I need to be there and like be on my like just work in case. never ends. That's bad. That's bad though. I was talking to a coworker about this the other day where it's like you need to be able to have that break of like- what's work and what's life. Well, it wraps up like it's always like a full day's work and I can always, you know, I do the things that need to be done that day and I can push things over. And like what I like to do for productivity is the night before I start the day and I go through my emails, Mm -hmm. go through the things in our system and then, you know, 
do whatever extra projects yeah. or whatever I'm working on. And then at the end of the day, I go through my emails again, clean anything out that I've like handled or taken care of. Mm-hmm. And then especially on Fridays, I'll do that and I'll create my to-do list for the next day or yeah. the next Monday. Yeah. Which is good. People need to have that because some people don't have that. I believe in balance. Yeah. I so, like sometimes like I'll take hours off or not hours, but like I'll go for a walk or just work out during the day. So I work later, but it's also nice because I can work later if I want to yeah. really wrap something up and I'm not like, oh, I'm stuck in the office or anything. Yeah. This is like probably the most adult conversation that has ever been had on this podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. We were always just talking about things we were doing or who we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking just hooligans. Degenerates. There you go. The degens. I, I really miss the degenerate life though. I look back on this summer fondly. People are like, oh, Corona sucks. Corona sucks. But I was like, I had the best damn time at the country club. It was fun. It was a good time. Hopefully... I mean, we're not out of the woods with COVID yet. No. We're, we're seeing the end, but it's not quite there yet. Have you yet. gotten your vaccine yet? I have or not. Do you have plans to get your vaccine? Uh, I don't because I'm not within like my phase yet. Mm-hmm. If magically a vaccine would to drop on my lap, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take you it. You would inject it yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, Roll up maybe my sleeve, shove that right in the heroin needle. Jesus. But no, if I, if I do have plans to get the vaccine, I just don't. I'm not falling within um within anything i've like thought about it um i technically could fall under like a couple categories like at least in massachusetts Mm -hmm. to be able to get it Mm -hmm. but in new hampshire i don't know what the regulations are in new hampshire so i'm sure they're just so different yeah they probably are like yeah wait your turn i'm getting mine on next friday nice today is friday the oh i don't have it up here friday the 12th and i'm getting mine on friday the 19th with nice. my mom because she's over 65 and I can go with her. As a caregiver. As a caregiver. And have you already registered yourself? Yep. Who was, uh, <laughs> someone was telling me that they they were they were working at one of the clinics and someone had registered themselves as a caregiver and the person that they were supposed to be bringing to get their vaccine, they did not register them and therefore the caregiver was able to get the vaccine but the person that was older could not get the vaccine like how fuck i thought you had to go with the person you do but if you just book it as yourself and then forget to add that person it doesn't matter okay well good for for them on like holding their own policies but that's super shitty from what i understand they do not ask for any type of paperwork well i don't know have you seen those tiktoks of people where they're like do you want to see like they're like do you have any questions with the vaccine they're like do you want to see my pay stub or anything Mm. they're like nope do you have any questions I mean, at this point, they're probably just trying to get as many people. That's that's the whole point. I think it's, it's the like, honor what's, system. Yeah, what's the supply that we have, and how many people can we get vaccinated? And that's just about it. Like, yeah, obviously, we're falling within like Massachusetts with the phases and things like mm-hmm. that, and they want to get it to the people that need it the most. But especially our teachers. Yes. Am I holding this microphone the right way? You are. You are. I've been wondering that the yeah. entire I, time. I saw you like spinning it around. No, as long as the logo is facing you, you're good. But. Yeah. I hope you guys got some ASMR when I sucked down that <laughs> chug of wine. You have any other updates? Um, other than you know, just living life. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I mean, once again, still dating in Corona. We know the type yeah. of shit show I am. Yeah. I don't really. Do, I feel like I don't have any fun stories other than I tried to date someone sober. Oh yeah, just <laughs> but that didn't work out for you. That wasn't that it, wasn't the lifestyle, sis. It, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was a deal breaker. 
<laughs> maybe one day you'll be like you know what maybe it isn't a deal breaker but right now oh my gosh right now it totally is but he didn't tell me for like three four or like until like our fourth fifth date yeah he was drinking on our dates but then he was like no i'm sober yeah that's wild that's a wild time i'm like you you faked me you yeah. you tricked me out now you i kind of like me. you i feel a little bamboozled like what am i supposed to do now yeah. and i don't drink alone yeah and he was like you can drink and i'm like and look like a psycho yeah by myself by myself like getting drunk by yourself is absolutely no fun no but usually because like i'm a sad disaster like i'm sure i would just start crying i feel like a lot of people can relate to that though because we're we were in covid they know the drinking by yourself like who are you gonna drink with if you don't have anyone to drink with beginning of covid i drank by myself so much obviously on zoom calls but it was like emily for a while too yep so the zoom calls are wild i think i think back at the year ago i've had like let's set the mood Mm -hmm. i just quit my job at the y Mm -hmm. i did not see a pandemic coming when i did this nope i have my last week yep the you know i'm ashamed to say the convict made me cry at some point during this time Mm -hmm. i'm on mandy's couch Mm -hmm. that you now have in your house yep crying life update have a house now yeah you have a house we have a headquarters for grillish media yep and i was crying there's a vlog of my last day at work Mm -hmm. which i didn't even go into work because of the pandemic yeah i think i might recreate it this year i think i just might (laughs) i don't know what i'll be doing maybe i'll recreate my birthday is it in like the tiktok drafts that you have no it's on my finsta you've never seen the vlogs i don't think so oh well i don't know if i follow you you should follow my finsta there's a little jingle and everything like a little intro jesus oh yeah i'm in for it oh god this like whole whatever was happening was happening way before the podcast yeah and then we just like hit the pandemic yep running yep and me running was over to Amanda's house. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. Or you would just drive around the city, go to Mary Lou's, get a coffee, drive around. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Could probably shut the door. <laughs> um, Driving around just trying to feel something. Like yeah. listen to like Warped Tour music. Trying to like bring us what back to something. What do you have to, to say about Warped Tour music? Nothing. It's amazing. Okay. I first of all, I have the biggest crush on the All American Rejects. Okay. Like I love them. 2008 was a prime year. I just watched The House Bunny the other morning. You did say that. I I literally woke up and was like, I need to watch this movie. I must. I think it was in my dream. And I don't really watch movies by myself very often. Yeah. But 2008 was an iconic time. I was in seventh grade. First of all, like let's not get oh it twisted. God. 2008. I was in my depending on what what segment of 2008 were we talking the beginning of 2008 or the end of 2008 i have no idea end of 2008 i would have been in my junior year of high school whenever the house fighting came out is what i'm talking about i don't know when that was look it up keep look going. it up so in 2008 also was the show greek that came out on abc oh family God, i forgot about that. i was obsessed with greek i was obsessed with greek i was obsessed with the house bunny and i was obsessed with legally blonde and i'm not gonna lie i think they very much like our accurate representation of like i internalized a lot of that to how i am today yeah because i'm an advisor for my sorority so it just kind of pushed you to that point maybe it was 2009 it could have been 2009 everyone well uh house bunny came out in august 22nd of 2008 so i was going into my junior year of high school at that point that's, i was going into eighth grade that's fucking that's, i think that's that's the one thing that i no, I was going think. in no i was going into seventh grade that was seventh grade for me oh my god uh that's that's crazy because 
I, I like just with Emily's friends in general, like obviously she's a little bit younger than me, but it's like I always just am like say something to you guys or you guys say something of like I was this old in X grade or I was like X yeah. grade in like 2000, like six. I was in whatever that would have been for you. Yeah. So seventh grade, fifth grade, I would have been starting high school or something like that yeah i would have been starting high school in 2006 well, also think about this by jersey shore like you know why i internalized jersey shore i'm literally orange right now i did self-tanning <laughs> last night i came out like a zebra <laughs> and the only thing i showed my friend at work my senior year formal photos and he goes you want to know who you look like you look like dina oh that's like the worst <laughs> like i'm not a big jersey shore guy i think that was kind of like something i think that was in high school when jersey shore was like really in the swing could have been angelina I was probably better. No, it's uh, not. Wait, which Dina? Dina's the second meatball. Yeah. And who's she's Angelina? a goddamn, she is the, the Staten Island trash. She's literally your dog on Jersey Shore. My dog's Picking not up trash. Second life. He just bit. loves we trash. Dog. We got a he dog. He just loves trash. Is, is she Angelina the one that was with Ronnie? No, that was Sammy's sweetheart. See, okay. So this is. I like rewatched where... Jersey Shore recently because the guy who was sober liked Jersey Shore and I liked Jersey Shore. So that was like kind of something, a surface level topic we could bond over. This is like the thing I'm saying, though, is like when probably Jersey Shore was at the heyday, I was in high school doing like too much. Like my high school was just nonstop mm-hmm. for me. So it was like. I just didn't have time to mm-hmm. watch that and didn't really care. For that was the only thing I remember show. ever watching. I don't know how I got away with that. Well, you know, Tony Cunningham. Have you met my mom? Uh, yeah. I've met your mom. Yeah. It's like, she totally had no idea what it was about. Did not give a fuck. That's like, there was a kid I worked <laughs> with at the beer garden this year. Um, and he, he was telling us a story that he used to watch South Park as a kid. Because his mom just thought it was a cartoon. So she would turn on South Park, yeah. sit him down and watch it. And then one dad, one day, his dad sat down to watch it with him. And he was like, uh, do you know what this shit you're showing our son is? And like, <laughs> had no idea. And at that point in time, he stopped watching South Park. There definitely is an age gap between my parents. And an age gap where, where they weren't going to be over-parenting to say yeah. no. But they also just didn't know. Yeah. So I got away with like a lot of crazy shit because they just literally didn't know and they were like well we weren't going to be like hardos Mm -hmm. but also like we had no idea where the line is to be drawn i also think like mtv2 uh we didn't have that at my house i don't think we got cable until i was like older in high school holy shit yeah so i mean when i was kids we were just riding bikes you know what i will say this past year has been like seventh grade all over again well, I mean, with the drama, with the the friends, with the shows, with the at least I can drink now. Yeah. Wow. I literally had flashbacks like a couple weeks ago. I was like, this is the shit that I dealt with in like seventh grade drama, like middle school girl drama. Like, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for that, I'm out. Yeah. Then out. Hey, you know, Feeling it just great. seems like you get to you get to a point in your life where if it comes full circle and then you go. Is this really worth it? My fucking parents, like with the neighbors, had like spats or the neighborhood yeah. had spats with each other. And it was like, what the fuck are we doing? We're like 40 plus year old people. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like, like we're not in middle school. Why are we acting like we're in fucking middle school? Why are we acting? It literally costs zero dollars to be nice. <laughs> yeah. And But also know. like you don't need to have fake people in your life and like. That's, it's it's okay to let things go. That's the fucking truth. It's but. I just I don't have the mental capacity I've learned. Like yeah. I don't have the time to cry over you and cry over the, all the other things going on in my life. If right. I can eliminate eliminate some crying, I learned 
that the worst place to cry is the tunnel in Boston. That's uh, probably the worst thing other than drive and focus on driving is probably the worst place to do anything in that tunnel. <laughs> yeah. I actually, when I was on my way up here, of course someone was pulled over in the tunnel and it literally oh. slows the whole tunnel down to a complete stop because yeah. one car, one truck is pulled over. But what other life <laughs> updates do we have? The dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a dog. He's now 10 weeks, 12 weeks old. No, he's 12. He's weeks a big old. boy. Big boy. Last time we weighed him, he was 18 pounds last week. Haven't weighed him since. So, I might have to jump on the scale and then weigh myself. And That's then, how you do it. And then pick up the dog <laughs> and weigh the dog. Um, Just some but, simple math. Throw that yeah. in an Excel sheet. Why don't you? Yeah. I've learned so many things on Excel. From your job? Yeah. That's a perfect. Excel oh, is yeah. a great, is a great, great tool. I didn't really realize all the things you could do, it, but they are very much oh, yeah. like forms are in Excel. I don't know what, I don't know what systems are, are used to use to use for this, but everything is on Excel. It's so old. Now at work, people are realizing that I know how to use Excel. So they're coming to me to do stuff in Excel. That's literally me. Like, One time somebody asked me how to put a video in a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> just embed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, you can do this. You can do that. Like you want it to be fancy. Like you yeah. want to just click to the slide and it starts right away. You yeah. want to impress some people here. Like let's get it done. PowerPoint is not my jam. Excel I can work around. I actually had to do a task where I needed to make a macro and I didn't <laughs> know how to fucking do it. So I ended up calling my little at work and I was like, yo, like, can you help me with this? And he's like, I got you, fam. And like FaceTimed me at work and walked me through the steps on how to do it. So That's the way to go. Yeah. I work with someone and like we have meetings and I literally while I'm in the meeting will put myself on my friend's calendar who can help me figure out all the things how that I need shit. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, he's like, they have no idea. And I was like, I have no, like, there's just a lot going on. And it's just not really within like my main like wheelhouse. Yeah. So a lot of learning. Yep. Once again, I still really like it. But I don't know. I don't really have any like other than being single still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Amanda's living her best life. Yep. I think maybe once you get into the swing of things of work a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like this the really podcast should. may come full circle again. I think about the podcast all the time yeah. and I really miss, I think it was really helpful in Corona just mm-hmm. to like talk about things and just like let shit out. And it was fun. Like yeah. at the same time, like it started and stopped. So like we were like doing things like we weren't just like, you know, we were just sitting outside at the pool and drinking and going places and drinking Mm. but like we were kind of like doing something in the meantime like we weren't just like sitting around like which i really appreciate and people were like blah 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 blah. and i was like oh i just like started like briefly and i realized my comfortability level with boys is if i tell them i have had a podcast or not yeah i don't want them to listen to it i did the video the sangria sisterhood one I did take down yeah. because I um and his advisor and I was just like, I really don't know what I said in it. So I don't want to like, you know, be weird about things. Yeah. You have a call. Is yeah. that on your phone? No, that's on Discord. You know, in another episode, we'll really need to break down Discord for girls. Sure. Because Dis- I don't understand what it in is. Discord. What? Daiquiris and Discord. Daiquiris. Oh my gosh. We have an episode for next week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Because I'm really curious about it, but like whenever I Google, it just never gives me the right answer. Like it tries to explain what I'm looking for, and yeah. I'm and I really, really, really need that. Yeah. Um, 
I went off topic. I forgot what I was talking about. Talking about just venting through the podcast and oh, how yeah. helpful the podcast was. Oh my gosh, it was so fun and talking about boys and just updates like that because I really threw, threw myself into like dating for the first time yeah. ever in quarantine and I have had some good dates now. Um, learned some things. Apparently, I disassociate at some point within dating someone I've learned. Okay. Yeah, I learned I literally have no personality. Oh. There's like a couple days there where I'm just like, I have literally nothing to say to yeah. you. And I literally have no personality. And with the guy who saw it, like, that's what ha- was happening. I literally had no fucking personality. He had no idea about me. He had mm. no idea about the podcast. He had no idea about my family, my parents, like anything about my life. Well, that's, I, you know, I was actually just having shower thoughts the other day of like my life with Emily at this point in time and like how much Emily has like gotten to know me and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like obviously she knew me before, but I was like having shower thoughts of like all these girls like before and I was like, yo, like where could this one be at? Because like the only thing I knew about her was like she smoked weed all the fucking time and Mm -hmm. like we'd watch Bob's Burgers, she'd be Such high, and that would just be it. And I was like, and then I remember at one point her being like, so what are we? And I was just like, uh, and just like skirted around. But mm-hmm. it was like, makes me think, because it was like, with Emily, I knew like pretty quickly, like, this yeah. is this is going to be a girl that I want to date, while girls before, I was just like, nah, eh. don't really care. So maybe it's like not you disassociating, but more so like, it's just not it. It's just like, is this the person? Like, I, I think about that and I think like, you know, I will out myself. It usually happens because I will probably prematurely like go over to their apartment or whatever yeah. and maybe sleep with them, maybe not. But mm-hmm. like breaking that like barrier of not getting to know each other on dates and stuff is like where yeah. I start disassociating yeah. myself from the situation. So I've learned that I need to just start dating instead of just going over because going over to someone's apartment is like really not a date no that's just going over to someone's apartment yeah and like yeah it's just not not it it. no can't be it's not it i've learned lessons i have learned something from every single relationship or boy i've talked to which i really like you know what i mean it just takes practice to like figure it figure it out and i think when you know you know well that's that's the other thing that i've told like a lot of friends as well it's kind of like more like when you um because some of them will be like, yo, like this girl, like what, like what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm getting ghosted or like. Do boys just, worry about that? Uh, Like I have some friends like because we're older, like we're getting into like 29, almost 30 and like. Hook me up. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll hook you up. But it's like some of them are like uh, some of my friends are married. There's guys like you who are like living with their girlfriends and it's like super serious. Like you're getting a dog and it's just like. I'm thinking and I'm like, I need to get my shit together. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can't rush these things either. Like you mm-hmm. got to find someone and like dating, especially online dating, how convenient mm-hmm. it is. It's also super fucking shitty. Like, mm-hmm. it, like me looking back on online dating, I had probably 0.000% fruitfulness from any mm-hmm. of it. And I didn't take it at like with me thinking and being like, Oh, there's something I can learn from this. I never fucking got that. So it's um, just, 
yeah no you learn something about yourself within every single relationship yeah. and i learned when if you end things or someone ends things with you like you just can't be upset like that's their yeah. problem yeah. that they you know you weren't it for them that has nothing to do with you or your personality no. or anything and you've done like you just can't be it and like that's fine and you you know what you're still a bad bitch and you just move on yeah and it's also vice versa like it's like you may not have had anything that you found with them or they didn't find anything with you like it's like it just it happens like you're not gonna have chemistry all the time but as you find someone that you could share with Mm -hmm. and like share wins with and losses Mm -hmm. with and things like that like it's a completely different ballgame that's you know that's what i am like finding my ability more to identify and like i do have a lot going on when i do want to be with someone is like more of like emotional connection instead of just like I don't know, hooking up. I don't really like. Yeah. I would rather not hook up with someone for the sake of having a good like emotional reaction than hook up with someone. That's then that's the other thing too is it's like like oh my god, my spray tan. Being being um <laughs> being with someone is like companionship and like yeah. obviously like sex does have that aspect of companionship mm-hmm. no matter like I think at no matter what level. Yeah. Like obviously you can dis- disconnect yourself from it and say like, "Oh no." It doesn't matter, but like, <laughs> there, there's a dog. There's a dog. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter, but at some point, like, it's still there is some level of companionship that you're looking for mm-hmm. within that. So then it's kind of like, well, until you find someone that's actually going to be, <laughs> you've taken you, out the trash. <laughs> yeah, he is a trash dog. <laughs> um, but like, when you find someone that you can share things with mm-hmm. and like share like again wins and losses with and like just everything in between everyday life, mm-hmm. it's a completely different thing. And like, yeah. that's just like what I tell like my friends. It's mm-hmm. like why why are you rushing this or why are you trying to force this one thing? Like there is going to be someone better out there. Mm -hmm. And like, obviously I found them earlier, but at the same time, it's like, I didn't, I didn't normal timeline. Well, what's a normal timeline? It doesn't matter. In your twenties. Yeah. But like, Hey, I'm coming up on 25 this month. I wouldn't say though that, um, it's not necessarily like every timeline is different. Like Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't put yourself in a box. When you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. You can't put yourself in a box compared to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're ready for it, you're ready for it. If you're going to find someone, you're going to find someone. Mm-hmm. There's no sense in lowering your expectations because absolutely you just need to mark. Oh, absolutely not. Do yeah. not lower your expectations. That's how you have an ugly boyfriend. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Cody that. Rigsby, Peloton. <laughs> One Peloton. I think it was a boot camp class. But that's that's my my thoughts on that. So I think you are going in a good direction, especially the way you're thinking about it. And I don't think it's disassociation. I think it is. You're you're getting to the right spot yeah we'll just see i definitely need to like find the emotional connection before Mm -hmm. you know and i always beat myself up afterwards usually because if i do like them then i do beat myself about it he's Um, a trash dog we let the trash dogs be (laughs) so i just think all in all like uh even now like um podcasting too obviously getting off um going back to the original point where podcasting being like kind of like a therapeutic type deal is mm-hmm. also super creative like from me creative. knowing you too like i know you are a creative person like making like fucking 
Finstas. Like you are like excited to do that type of shit. Like cause it's, it's funny. Fun. Yeah, it's funny. It's fun. It's an outlet or yeah. like different shit like that. Like that's why podcasting is great because you do, if you have, mm-hmm. if you want creativeness, you have that ability and mm-hmm. there's no, there's no reason to pigeonhole yourself into like one certain oh thing. Oh my gosh, no. And I feel like even with podcasting, like I feel like every single week Amanda and I came on are like, this is what was shitty. Mm. This was shitty. That was shitty. This is great. That was great. And I feel like people who look at my Instagram, especially people who, you know, make a lot of assumptions about me is they based it all off my Instagram, my Instagram. And I'm the hundredth thousandth person to say like my Instagram is not real. That is not real by any means. My Finsta is more real. That is where I post my shitty photos of me working. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, no, for sure. It's it's all just fun and everyone needs an outlet and people who hate what you do are just internalizing or if they're just like gaslighting you, they're just internalizing how they feel on the inside. And the other big thing too is like people and that's the other thing why like when we start off and I go, how many listeners did you have averaging like 300, which makes sense. Like you had 300 people listening and we had 30. But we're we were super niche down into like craft beer, so like you needed to be in that demographic, which we're getting into this summer too. We'll, we'll do our own craft beer house drinks, yep. like little sub podcast. We'll review one beer I liked a week. Yep, and we can make <laughs> we can just do it as like a TikTok series. Oh my gosh, yes, I love TikTok. Yeah. Um, you know, I always shock people with my likes and everything, but yeah. I'm like the rise of house drinks and my in my TikTok was literally the demise and what I thought would be the lowest point for me in 2020. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> So I, I just think like, um, again, like house drinks. Rona, what do you have to say? House, I love house drinks. <laughs> house drinks, um, I think, is people related. And that's why yeah. people like to listen. It's fun after college yeah. bullshit. And I still, you know, unfortunately, I feel like I'm back in college now yeah. again. But it is so fun. And that was something like I remember being depressed like, on birth control it's like prerequisite that and i was just like helping um them was like something that just like got me out of bed and was just like something that i could like do and that made me feel good yeah which is good when otherwise i was just crying all the time once again crying in the tunnel like not it's literally the worst place i would drive home and i would cry the entire drive home yeah and in the fucking tunnel do you know how dangerous that is yeah that's super dangerous oh my gosh Uh, my biggest fear i don't know what movie that is in but it is it final is something final thing. destination but hopefully this is not our final destination exactly. i'm excited for uh whatever we do next week what are we doing uh, daiquiris and discord. discord this is actually a very educational thing yeah. and i'm i really this is for me yeah. <laughs> it's just for me so i think that brings it full circle i think it really does bring it full circle i think this is going to be a no edit podcast yeah so any, I, I mean, I shouldn't close this out. I just out. did the Debbie Ryan thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should close this out. Do you know I'll what that is, it. though? No. I the no Debbie idea. Ryan thing. Like. <laughs> just tuck your hair behind your ear. Some people may know. But. <laughs> yes. But hopefully we will be back on a regular schedule. I have missed house drinks very much and being your house mom. You can find us um, at house drinks pod on Instagram. And my TikTok is being Eva Diva. Um, shout out I know some sisters listen to this and who've been looking for my TikTok <laughs> I will send like a screen recording of me doing a TikTok instead of me of actually posting my username especially for boys who know about my TikTok well, there's mean, a level of comfortability I know but you know we're here for it we're back in the game we're back in the game so until then cheers 
I'll be finishing my cab salve. You finish your evil water. Yep. And we'll have a great week. All right. Cheers. 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 <laughs>